Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. You know, I'm still being careful when I'm lifting. Uh, I think that's probably the only limitation as of as of right now is just not putting too much weight on it. But as far as the repair, I mean it's you know it's healed. I'm a little over three months out from surgery, so the repair's healed. It's doing great. Got full range of motion pretty much, you know, need to work on it a little bit. But I'm feeling great. So uh, we're making we're we're taking steps in the right direction for sure. Just trying to make sure I'm good come game one. Yeah, that's Trevor Lawrence. Good come game one. Obviously, there's been no surprise to the fact that he's starting. Yes. Game one. Yes. You know, I mean, not too many. Uh, obviously, I, I understand what he's saying, but nobody actually has come out and said, "Hey, he's going to be the day one starter." Like yeah, people you don't know, come you out know, and say they, that. Right. You know, yeah. The Bears situation where everyone's debating. They said they're happy with Dalton. And well, th- that one could be up for debate. It could be while before Fields comes in. I think. Well, it could be because... I think he should go in right away. Just keep in mind that they're going to call for him big time as soon as there's a pick thrown. But it makes sense. Well, I don't know what makes sense, really. Like, if you're Nagy and you're... you're, uh, What's his name? Pace. Ryan Pace. Yes. Uh, What's the better play for you? Mm -hmm. Go with the young guy. He shows something, and then that might buy you time even if your record doesn't. Or fly with Andy Dalton, what you know might be a better chance of getting wins early. Maybe. I think it's an interesting predicament. Uh, but maybe they go start with him because they have him. They signed him to like a one-year $10 million deal, I think was a deal. So they had every intention of signing him, and then they end up making the play and move up to get Fields because he's available and they can pull off the trade with the Giants. So I, I, I would – I bet what they do is go with Dalton in the beginning. And any sign of – uh, struggle, I think they'll go to Fields. But I think their smarter play, depending on how camp goes now, might be to go with Fields right away. Hope he does well, looks good. Maybe even like Herbert-esque, right? Mm-hmm. Where this guy looks pretty good, but you only win six games, but you're in it and you can start to feel it. Well, that might be the best chance to save your job. And and I understand you're not supposed to do everything just to try to save your job, but let's be honest, guys do stuff sometimes to just save their job. You're on thin ice right now. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I think that might be the longer play for them uh, and, and roll the dice. There's no great play. Usually when you're you're on thin ice like this, usually you fall through. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's very hard to save yourself being on kind of the hot seat that those guys are on, with or without a new quarterback. Listen, I think that Andy Dalton last year had a very comparable, if not better, offense than the Chicago Bears to do this year. And we saw what Andy Dalton did. All right. So, sure. yeah. That's if, a good point. If, so, if I'm Matt Nagy, if I'm Ryan Pace, um, I'm getting fields in there as soon as possible because I think we know what Dalton can give us. Now, yeah, maybe the Bears have a better defense, so it's a better shot of winning. But in terms of showcasing the new guy that you went after, for that you traded up for, I think you showcase him as fast as possible. As far as, and I, I get the whole narrative, you got to earn your spot, right? I mean, you got to earn your stripes, yada, yada, yada. 
Trevor Lawrence is starting week one, okay? Because let's be honest. Urban Meyer did not come here to coach C.J. Beathard or Gardner Minshew, okay? When he was talking to Shad Khan, Urban Meyer was like, I'll tell you what, I mean, Jacksonville, I like it. You know, we can have some money at our disposal. We can can improve on some stuff. But here's the real deal. Can we get C.J. Beathard here? Yes? Okay, then I'm in. That conversation never happened. <laughs> it did not happen. So what are we talking about? I get it. It's formalities right now. Sometimes you have to go through those formalities. But no, it's Trevor Lawrence all day. But I get it, man. It's good to have that mindset. You got to earn your stripes. But Trevor, as soon as it was December, you, you had those stripes already earned, sir. It's I'll re- call you a zebra. Yeah, that's a really good question, you know, is I wonder, and this will be something that will be maybe three years down the line that we figure out. Heck, maybe it's 12 years down the road. I don't know when it is. Mm. But I don't think we know right away. I don't even think they really know right away. But from the draft process, one of the questions I had, not really sure I ever got a full answer, uh, you know, at least <laughs> that, that, or maybe I was just looking for something and didn't get. But with the idea that you knew who you were taking basically from December 18th or whatever it was, mm-hmm. How much of a head start does that give you on getting everybody else, putting things in place? Now, we know it took another month and a half, basically, to get Urban Meyer in here and all that. So, really, if you look at February, March, and April, how much did that head start knowing what you were going to do at number one? Where, okay, by then the Jets probably knew what they were doing at number two, but did San Francisco know for that length of time what they were doing at number three? That's debatable. Did Atlanta know? You know, and as you get down the line, like when the Jags were picking number seven a couple years ago and they get Josh Allen, well, they sure as heck didn't know you know they had an idea maybe it's Hawkinson maybe it's whoever but how much of an advantage did that give you knowing that you were going to get that guy that you could plan around like ETN maybe goes higher on your board because you knew you were getting Trevor Lawrence Mm -hmm. right I mean that's certainly in play if they were picking seventh and ending up with Justin Fields or I don't know Mac Jones or what name your guy well maybe maybe ETN didn't make sense to them so you see my point? Well, in that same line of thinking, how much knowing that Trevor's the, the day one guy, you have to worry about managing like, okay, when do we put him in? You know, that was the Gabbert situation. That was the Bortles situation. You don't have that. How much does that give you a head start? Give him a head start. Give this offense a head start. And really looking toward the 2021 season where you're coming off a year where you were really up against it, you know, mm-hmm. be, uh, because of trying to teach new defenses or new players that they, they couldn't absorb everything the way they normally would because of the pandemic. Well, now you got 2021 where the Jags got everything in front of them. We've known this for a long time. They knew this for a long time. Trevor knew this for a long time. He had the playbook early, you know? I mean, so how much will that be an advantage? And by the way, I'm asking this question just, you know, out here on ESPN 690. I don't know if we'll really know the answer to that until well, later this year or three years down the road. It could be a huge advantage um, if we if we know what we think right now about Trevor Lawrence, right? Because we've seen a lot of guys in this position where you're the day one dude as soon as you get drafted. Like you're you're supposed to be the savior. You're supposed to come in and, and you're the guy, regardless of who the backup is, regardless of what the optics say, regardless of what you have to say in the media saying. Oh, I got to earn this. No, you're you're the guy. Um, and I think if you have the maturity. Uh, I think if you have the right mindset, the work ethic, 
and obviously the talent to back it up, well then yeah, it's gonna have it's gonna have success because it's one less thing to worry about. It's one less thing that you have to sacrifice your time and energy for. Well, I have to make the t- I have to I have to make the the starting spot, right? I have to make the number one overall. No, you're fine. You're already there. Now you just got to keep it there, which is can be hard in itself. But it comes down to are you reliable enough and are you mature enough to handle that? And I think obviously Trevor Lawrence is right. Like you said in college, he's played a lot of football. Um, he's been a front runner his entire life, seems to have the right attitude, the right mindset. So I'm not concerned about that. But I'm just saying on the grand scheme of things, we've seen guys be thrust in this position and falter um, and struggle just because they didn't have the mindset to back it up. Yeah, that's a good call. I, I, I get, so much of this is probably behind the scenes. If Marvin Jones has a terrific year, DJ mm-hmm. Chark has a terrific year. Uh, let's just go with those two guys. Well, they may attribute in December or January, hey, the fact that we knew this guy already, like we already knew what he was all about. Sure. Right? We knew the skill set. Sure, it's terrific. He helped us have these good years, but we knew what he was. Right? We knew from the coaching staff what he was. Uh, we could study him ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we knew that in May, I was going to get acclimated with that kid instead of the veteran quarterback that's already here. Like, that to me, will make a difference. I don't know how much. (laughs) Is it a marginal difference? Is it a big difference? Does it put the Jags on a faster track for success Mm -hmm. in this whole thing? You know, whether that's two, three years down the road, or even this year, does it give them a chance to make a bigger leap compared to other teams? Like, you know, where is Trey Lance in a couple years in San Francisco? Where is uh, Justin Fields if he doesn't play much this rookie year? Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you could argue sometimes that they're better off for it, right? I mean, Patrick Mahomes certainly didn't hurt him No, sitting for the year. No. And not at all. So uh, I just think that part of it's fascinating to watch. And I always say this, I repeat this, the evidence is there for some early success for Trevor Lawrence. And why do I say that? It's not evidence of what the Jags quarterbacks have done in the past. It's not evidence that, hey, some guys like Justin Herbert have come in and performed nicely Absolutely. right away. Yes. No, the evidence is that if you look at – Trevor Lawrence's career, he has come in right away and delivered. Now, he did do it all under different circumstances. Both times he was replacing Mm -hmm. somebody. Mm -hmm. Replaced the junior quarterback at Cartersville High School that got hurt. Replaced uh, Kelly Bryant at Clemson and basically took the job away from him, Mm -hmm. in essence. And uh, and then delivered. So, this is different knowing that it's his job from day one. And in that sense, it is kind of a unique deal. Uh, for him, but you got to believe even as a freshman in high school and a freshman in college, he knew sooner or later he was getting the reins. No, of <laughs> course he knows his skill set. He's yeah, good enough, right? He's that good, absolutely. You know, and I go back to that actually. Uh, uh, the comment from Dabble Swinney, mm-hmm. and I, I'd asked him to tell like a story about Trevor Lawrence, and he said the story that that pops out is. During the he had committed like after his I think sometime around his junior year to um, to Clemson I think that's when it was and he said through the whole process he never until he got on campus never asked like what other quarterbacks are you recruiting who else is is coming on campus it was he didn't care he was like I'll compete with whoever you got yeah. you know and be ready to go and that I that said two things one a little bit about Trevor Lawrence confident in his abilities but it also told me that. Dabble Twenty has to answer that question a lot when he recruits quarterbacks. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so uh, pretty. I I think this whole 
what kind of fast track is this on and what's realistic is is interesting with Trevor Lawrence because of of uh of those kind of things. And we'll be measured I say we he'll be measured, the Jags will be measured kind of in the same way with Zach Wilson and uh and the New York Jets because it certainly appears like he'll be the day one starter. As well, and, and you're yeah. on board with that, right? I mean, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson should be the day, day one starter. starter. Yeah, because they got who, nothing back there. Who, yeah, yeah, I mean, done I, that I can't. Yeah, and I can't even name the backup. Yeah, Zach Wilson, uh, he's going to be the, the day one starter as well. You know, I think with Zach Wilson, obviously, it's a little more. I don't want to say it's the boomer bust, but it's a little more of the unknown with Zach Wilson, right? Because he essentially he had that Joe Burrow year. He had that one year um, that really put him on the map. While Trevor Lawrence has put equity year after year into that stock, guaranteeing that he's going to be the top pick. Well, Zach Wilson had that boom year where it's, you know, second overall. So I think when we talk about what we expect going forward in that comparison, yeah, there will be a comparison because it's sports and that's what we do. We're going to do it. Everyone's going to do it now. Should, is it the right thing to do? Eh, maybe, yeah, or nay. But we're going to do it regardless. But then we're going to say, okay, well, let's say Zach Wilson, I'm not going to say it's going to happen. Knock on wood, but let's say Zach Wilson has the better year. What are we going to talk about then? Whoa, Zach Will. I mean, man, the, the sky's the limit for this kid because look what he did his first year, and he hasn't been playing football that, you know, a high brand of football for that long. Man, just wait till he gets to two or three years to get acclimated. While Trevor Lawrence, it's an advantage, but it's also a disadvantage because Trevor Lawrence has played a lot of football. He's played a lot of winning football. So we assume since, well, man, your freshman year, you won the national championship, all right? Uh, in high school, I don't think you really lost a game. So when we talk about all that stuff, you have all this experience, we expect you to come in here and hit the ground running. We don't expect there to be any kind of mishaps or any kind of miscommunications, any kind of mistakes on the field, even though you're going from the college level to the pro level. But since you do have so much experience, we just think you can go out there right away and, and, and ball out. Well, that's not always how it happens. It'd be great if it happened like that. It'd be great if you could do a Justin Herbert or, or something like that. We will see. But it's almost sometimes a detriment where it's like, well, we have all these expectations. Like with Zach Wilson, we don't know. I mean, maybe they're singing a different tune in New York. But like I see Zach Wilson, I'm like, there might be some growing pains because we haven't seen a lot of Zach Wilson. We saw one, cur- you know, one really legit season from Zach Wilson. We saw the biggest stage probably being as Eastern Carolina where he got beat. And while he's the second overall pick and while there's a lot of intrigue, there's also expectations where it's like, all right, he's, he's going to need a little while to adjust probably. We'll see what he's coming from BYU, all this stuff. The same can be said for Justin Fields. The same can definitely be said for Trey Lance. But Trevor Lawrence, on the other hand, it's like he's got to come in right away and knock our socks off yeah. because he's had so much experience. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, I say this, so I, I think this in, in a lot of ways, you know, I think we when you're 10 years old and you're really good mm-hmm. at something, whether it's piano or football or basketball or baseball, I think there's this this thought that you're automatically going to be good when you're 12, you're 14, you're 16, you're 18, you're whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, fast track. How many kids do you know? How many kids do we all know mm-hmm. that were so good at 12? And you're like, where'd they go? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Or you're like 15, 16, 18, whatever it is. Like, where'd this guy come from? Yep. I guy was he wasn't he was terrible when we were younger. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean sure. and those kind of stories we kinda of like too. Those are cool. But it does happen. That's my point. Like that that happens. Like mm-hmm. and I think to your point, I think Trevor Lawrence has already set such a high bar that if if you want the arrow to keep going up, you better at least have an arrow that kinda of goes marginally across and not straight up. Sure. <laughs> 
you know. I mean, yes. where to your point, Zach Wilson has an arrow that could go on a little bit more of an incline. Sure. Because he hasn't done as much. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. So we, and we haven't seen a lot. So what what he does, even if it's just moderate, will take a step up. That, that's Justin Herbert's next challenge. Mm-hmm. He's going to follow up what thirty three and seven. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. That's tough. Absolutely. You know, and, and in that league, it's really tough because people see tape, and we say it all the time, mm-hmm. they really do watch tape. <laughs> oh, like I don't watch the tape? <laughs> like, no. like, like, am I checking the film? And Excuse me? They uh, and, and they make adjustments. Yeah. And so they punch back a little bit. Sure, sure. You know, and, and then we'll – and that, that's that's what's been so amazing about Mahomes. Yeah. That's what's been a bit amazing about Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You know, now they punched back a little bit this past year on – I'd say Baltimore – more than even Lamar, yeah. but overall. But that's the way the league is set up, and then you got to kind of hit back and, and keep elevating. I, I can't believe you think I'm watching the film. I mean, I literally watched like a 10-second clip of Jordan Smith doing like the get-off Joe with Joe Cohen. I'm checking the tape. Yeah. I'm watching I the watched. film. Uh, you obviously watched a tape of J. Cole. I did, yes. Yes. You and him have similar games on the hoop. Yeah, man, it's kind of crazy because I, I didn't watch it. I don't think you could watch it live. Maybe you could if you, I don't know. But, um, yeah, J. Cole, rapper, just released a new album, by the way. Mwah. Really good. Chef's kiss, chef's so you're kiss. J. Cole fan. Chef, yeah. Come on now. Dreamville, come on now, Brett. Cole World, in case you didn't know. So uh Chef's Kiss so is on this the album. part of the launch? No, I think that I mean it it's could kinda be. little opposite of Lil Nas X. Like I think there's somebody, a lot of people very much upset sneakers. With you. Somebody wore sneakers and the other one. There are so many people upset with you comparing Lil Nas X to J. Cole right now. I'm just talking about the promotion. I'm sure, yeah, but there's people upset. There, you got it, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, listen. They're upset. <laughs> some people, some people want to put blood in shoes and you know have controversial music videos where you're, you yeah. know, yeah. some people just want to hoop it up. And some people call their album the off season, and obviously you're hooping overseas or whatever like that. Yeah, to each their own. Both they're doing very. One's hosting SNL. Uh, good point. And Jake Cole's no, 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 not just musical guest. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, just musical. I mean, still yeah. a pretty, pretty big get. Um, and Jay Cole's just playing overseas, I guess. So, yeah, to each their own. I've seen a lot of, speaking of Saturday Night Live, I've seen a lot of uh, reference. Is Saturday Night Live, like, I don't want to say coming back. Yeah. But it does. It feels to me. I always enjoy it. Like I've, yeah, You're yeah. always a big fan. Yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. I feel like it went away for yeah. a while. Well, like, it, I feel like yeah. it's, it's, again, I have no idea of this. Mm-hmm. I don't watch it, but I just feel like it's on my Twitter timeline a lot more. Yeah, it's in like a positive way. No, for sure. You know, it's just obviously as times change, so do the the, the, the comedy bits and everything, and they're definitely geared more towards a younger audience now than yeah. more than ever so, before. So they're trying that, obviously. Yeah, who yeah, is yeah. it, right? I mean, but I'll be honest. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> and, and more power to them makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, but I'll be honest. Right. So like they some... like kind of re they're. Um, what's the word? Rebranding themselves Correct. a little bit in that Correct. sense. Correct, but like I, I literally watched. Um, you know, I watched like two skits. I didn't really get them just because I'm. Maybe too You're old. too old. Yeah. Well, and this like here, here's a crazy thing. I actually I watched the Video Music Awards last night, the MTV Video Music Awards. Cause you watch that? MTV still Wait, a thing? I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I MTV saw Scar- is still a channel. Scarlett Johansson did like a virtual one. Yeah, yeah. She she got. I mean, obviously she got Action Hero of the. But then her like husband whatever. like slime like that. Yeah, whole dumb thing. slime because it's yeah. also Nickelodeon. It was, it was a big bit. It was funny, but. I just I made the connotation now with like like MTV and the video music award all that stuff and it's funny because I it's the first time I actually ever really got this part about it and I keep in mind I'm watching wrestling on other channels so I'm I really focus more on pay per view yeah. wrestling than I am on MTV music award. You're but a think, split viewer. But, but think about this like all these celebrities are getting celebrated 
celebrities that are older than me. You know, like Seth, Seth Rogen, prime example. Seth Rogen's what, Coos? Probably 38, 39, maybe even older, I would say. Like, he's he's up there in age, right? But, like, now you find yourself on a channel, on an award show, that people like my age don't watch. Like, this is tailor-made to, like, he's, Gen Z. He's 39. He's 39. It's tailor-made to Gen Z. You know, like, high school kids to going to college kids. Like, that's who them so to they be want 18 to 24. Exactly. And if you saw their audience, that's all it was. Okay. So what's funny now is, like, these, and I say older with all due respect, like, these older celebrities find themselves in these events, and they're trying their best to tailor their brands, tailor their comedy to these young kids. Ah, yeah. And it's insane. It's like, you remember when we did the whole shock your mock bit where I was speaking the language? Yes. That's, but it's almost like real life. Yeah. Like, you have to do that. <laughs> that's what they're doing. So, so yeah, because, I mean, because they're so powerful. It's insane, though. Yeah, that's. I honestly didn't even know people watched MTV anymore. No, I mean, yeah, no. I mean, do like what? Do they just? Is MTV still like what it used to be? Brent, Brent, oh, Teen Brent, Wolf. Oh, Brent, you're 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 no. you're so naive, man, and it's cute. No, man, it's not. So like it's you terrible. Say, it's hor. Hey, it's Rob Deerdeck's Fantasy Factory for 22 hours a day and the no, occasional Jersey Shore. No, it's not even that anymore. It's the um the what's the other ridiculousness. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not fantasy. Yeah, fantasy ridiculousness. Was actually awesome. Sorry, Rob, your next ridiculousness. Yeah, I was way off. But sorry. like, I don't even I don't know how it. to get My MTV on. Like, it. I don't know what channel. What even? I don't even know what hundreds, two hundreds, three hundreds, four hundreds on DirecTV. I don't even know where to go. You're not missing much. No, I'll be honest. I don't either. I just press the button and go. No, MTV. if I'm on that, you talk <laughs> into it. That's a good idea. I haven't figured that no, out yet. I have that feature. Oh, it's great. You aren't missing anything on MTV, Brent. Do yourself a favor, and you're not missing anything. Now, if I'm talking on other show in the mornings, MTV's where it's at. I mean, I saw. I mean, I saw. You know, like it was hey, the, the BMAs was last night were huge. You know, there's a couple of cool performances. Um, <laughs> so it, it was sick. It was tight, <laughs> sick and tight. I was dead. <laughs> it's dead. Dead. Uh, no cap. Yeah, no cap. <laughs> what, did, what did Kaylee say the other day? This was after you did the uh, shock your mom. Uh oh. What did she say? Be careful now. I'm a little worried. Yeah. Uh, he. She said something like. He put you on red. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think that's what she said. Yeah. I think that was the put phrase. You on red. Yeah. Who's who's referring? Who's putting who on red? I, what I think that means. Well, no, I mean, oh, I, I know what it means. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm saying, who's she referring to? Well, I think she was talking to one of her friends. So okay. obviously, it was like whether a boy or. Is yeah. that, what does that mean? Then to look at the message. Um, put you on red. Respond in a way. Yeah. So put you on red means like stop, right? So it's like they they, they put you on red, like they they ignored you. Okay. I think. Or well, because like, I thought it might mean like you know how you get the red message that you didn't answer. Yeah. So I figured that's where maybe it was. That's what I mean. Born Not from. worth a response. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we should do a or, new bit here on the show. Or it's. <laughs> How do we interpret what that means? I mean, what this means? Well, I just Googled it. I got nothing. else. What else would I have trouble interpreting? I got nothing. Or else, but I thought it could mean too. It could put you on red, like you see red. You're you're raging, so they put you on red means they they ticked you off. I didn't get the sense it was too deep. That's too deep. Oh wow! I think that's a whole generation. I think that's 30s and 40 year old putting on red. Put them on red. Okay. Put them on red. Hey, let's hit the happy hour horn. We need a drink. Taste the islands and every drop of Vida de Luis tequila. 100% blue agave from tequila, Mexico. Good vibes.
VitaDeLuis.com, three different flavors. Where can you pick up a bottle of Vita de Louis? Reposado and Yeho Blanco. Check it out at VitaDeLuis.com. Only locally owned tequila in Jack's Beach. Directly from Tequila, Mexico. Vita de Louis at VitaDeLuis.com. Hey, everybody's going to open up their stadiums. Uh, Florida just came out with uh, some a, a new press release on what they're planning to do in starting uh, at the end of June mm-hmm. going forward. I think it would make a difference having... I mean, how much of a difference? Like, with college stadiums, NFL stadiums filled, uh, that question no longer being asked? Uh, or are we going to ask that question still some? Are we on that side of it yet? Are we done with this thing? I mean, does it kind of feel like we're done? Um, out of pure selfish question, does that mean uh, all media is allowed back in the press box? Yeah, I don't know. Jags didn't put it out. It's oh, the okay. <laughs> so. I'm trying to just go to a training camp first, Coos. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get there when yeah. we get there, man. You'll get, you'll get your email One when you get your email. Time. Yeah, yeah. Till yeah. then, you've been put on red. <laughs> uh, and also, Coos opens his wedding present. Yes. Got to do that before the end of the show. It's coming yes. up. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau. Uh, Daniel uh, says, we went from hot Cheetos to shampoo, raising the intellectual portion of the show. Austin Lane. I'm wearing a sleeveless t-shirt. What more do you want from us, man? Like, uh, I mean, it's Friday. We never said we're intellectual. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. You know, all the, the staff and management and everyone here brought me here uh, to win, and that's the, that's the main goal. So I'm keeping the same mindset, and obviously there's different challenges as you move on to the next level, and um, things change a little bit. You got to adapt, but never, you know, the mindset never changes. You're always expecting to win, and you prepare to win. So I think that's why they brought me here. They didn't bring me here to expect to lose, and I know we got a lot of guys here that are that are ready to win and, and want to win. So we're we're on the right track for sure. That is Trevor Lawrence. It's go time. It's win time. For the Jacksonville Jaguars, we hope, we hope for sure. Hmm. Uh, real quick, uh, the Florida Gators have announced that uh, it'll be full go after June 28th. And uh, let's see, the statement real quick says, uh, the following language about athletics transitioning to normal operations beginning June 28th. We will also resume full in-person participation in athletic and other activities on our campuses, including fan participation in stadiums and arenas. Now, they'll stay 50%, which is uh, NCAA guidelines for the softball regionals this weekend and and probably whatever um, happens for baseball, too. But going into the fall, they're, it's basically back open. Yeah. And so uh, the curiosity now is everything's going to be open. I mean, I feel like... That announcement by the CDC, and I understand we're not on the other side of it completely yet, but it certainly felt like the moment where the other side, the light was shining. Yeah. Didn't it? I mean, no, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong at all. Yeah, it's like we're, we're coming through the other side now, and we're almost back to normal, I think. Yeah, and that's why traffic is getting bad again, um, <laughs> in part. But do you think it is... We basically will have had a whole year, essentially, with, without fans at full capacity. You know, mm-hmm. Listen, we just had a UFC fight here. They've had, I think, an Atlanta Braves game. I think the Rangers game. You know, they're, they're starting to be full capacity places. But, I mean, that would just be a year in the history of our existence. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. it, it, at least we now kind of have a feeling and know that welcome back. And Absolutely. that means money for sports, money for colleges, more jobs for people and more exciting 
venues, no, <laughs> which, is, which is why you're a sports fan at times. Well, no, for sure. And it's all about the, the camaraderie, right? It's all about the atmosphere. And, and that's a really big part of it. That's really been, you know, whether it's sports or not, that's probably been the hardest thing about this pandemic is literally not being able to socialize like you're accustomed to, not being able to see the, the people that you hang out with like you're accustomed to all the time. And that's what makes sports so great. That's why, you know, people buy jerseys and spend their entire paychecks on going to games because it's for that camaraderie. It's everyone doing this exact same activity, cheering a team on, hopefully cheering them to a win. So if you bring that back, you bring that sense of normalcy back, it's going to be huge not only for the sporting organizations because, once again, more money, but also the fans alike. Fred Martin of Austin Lane Coos, let's welcome in South Beach Gary to the show. Uh, just calling in. What's up, man? Hope you had a good weekend. Yeah, another good time. The concert industry is starting to bust yeah, doors again, too. Yeah, very Preach. good point. Which is, uh, haven't been one in a long time, guys. I've been to many, but there's a few, a few on my bucket list, yet, like Springsteen, but I've seen many. Uh, I thought it was very interesting, guys. I know Urban, old Urban likes to think of himself as the smartest guy in the room, and he may very well have been in college, but, uh, very interesting. The ACC's all-time leader in rushing yards, lining up at wide receiver. Yeah. Thanks, South Beach guy. I appreciate it. Uh, we talked a lot about it the early part of the show. You can always check it out, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690 podcast. Not to say it's not worth bringing up again. Yeah. It really was a big story out of the weekend. And, you know, part of this is the headline grabber is exclusively at wide receiver. And the other part is they don't, you got to dig a little deeper into the story to see, well, there's 18 players at the rookie mini camp. Uh, they decided to do this as a plan right after he was drafted. Mm -hmm. Urban Meyer says, hey, the fallback is he's a guy that can do both, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but I think actually this does tell us something. I, I think this is a reminder to folks that we drafted Travis Etienne. Sure, we know he can run the ball. Go watch the film at a Clemson. Yeah. We know he can catch the ball, but we really want to see him catch the ball. We think he can change our offense, be more dynamic, have defensive coordinators wondering where number one is on the field if we move him around and put him in pass-catching kind of situations. And we're going to start working on that from day one because, well, our quarterback can't really hand off right now anyway, but we know this guy can take a handoff and run with it. No, exactly. Once again, I'm going to need to see what this looks like in regular training camp because you didn't get the full effect from this rookie mini camp. When you have two offensive linemen, it's hard to get a really good look in terms of running the ball, what that's going to look like. I think Travis Etienne has come to the point of his career where he can take a handoff. All right? Inside elbow, Brent, you know, the inside, the, the inside elbow <laughs> yes, up, yes. right? Facing the ball, and there you go. High and tight. All High right? and tight. Cover, what, four points in the ball? I was in defense, remember? I learned this Cover four in points in the ball? Like third grade. Yeah, exactly. Next door neighbor taught me it. So I think Travis Etienne can... Seacock High School. Oh, because flex. Yeah. Flex. Sounds like a flex. He was a little older. Okay. But he's a cool dude. Yeah, I had to get by him at the goal line. That's was all that? my job. I, that wasn't successful. Very often. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> but no, I mean, I think Travis Etienne, is, he's at the point where he knows how to take a handoff, especially from a guy they played college football with for how many years. So that's okay. But once again, I'm coming from the school. Let me see this in training camp, and then we can go from there. I get it. Put Etienne in the receiving game. Let's see what he can do. So be it. But keep in mind, you drafted him in the first round. So I better see you in the backfield as well, taking some handoffs, doing some things. Because I get it, Urban Meyer. You want to use him like, like Curtis Samuel, and that's fine. But Curtis Samuel for the Panthers probably only touched the ball maybe five times a game yeah. at the very most. Yeah. And, and that's being generous, I feel like. So let's say two, three, or four times a game. 
if you're going to do that with a first round pick, I'm not sure how I feel about that. So I hope you run the gadgets with him. I hope he can, you know, line up in the slot and do all that stuff. But as long as this guy's getting his touches, it's one thing to be the decoy and do all this stuff. It's another thing to get the ball in your hands and make big plays. That's what I want from Travis Etienne because going in the first round, you better be able to provide that. Hey, the uh, NBA playoffs are here. Uh, Play-in tourney starts tomorrow. we we'll talk oh, more about that tomorrow. TV. But Steph Curry wins the scoring championship. Mm-hmm. Do you see this stat? He's one of four players. Now i got to try to find out who it was. Uh, yeah, there it is. Four players to win multiple scoring titles, MVP awards, and NBA championships. This would be a great trivia question, but we don't have time for you guys to guess. Uh, say, say it one more time, quick. Multiple scoring titles, MVP awards, and NBA championships. One okay. of four players to do it. Okay. Jordan? Yes. Scoring titles. Are you going to guess Larry Bird? Don't. No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Is Larry not in the list? No. Oh. No? No. Oh. You sure? <laughs> yeah, neither is Magic Johnson. Hey, nobody asked about Magic Johnson. <laughs> Don't, don't think. No, Jordan's in there. Don't this is the only Magic list that, Jordan, uh, that Will Chamberlain's not on. Will Chamberlain? Yes. It's a Celtic. No. No? Julius Irving. Nope. Multiple. Man. So we got one. scoring points in the NBA. We have one All more. All-time right? leader. We have one more, right? Huh? I thought, you, I thought you just said Kyle Korver. <laughs> did, you, did you just say Kyle Korver? No, no, no. I, what I did was, you say? I said more. Oh, I thought you said Korver. No. And I would excuse <laughs> me. Chamberlain, Michael Jordan. Kyle Korver. No. Um, MVP, right? By the way, this guy, too. LeBron? Uh, oh, LeBron? He, did, he wasn't Larry Bird, but he did wear 33. Oh, man. Oh, Scotty? No, no, he's an MVP. Now you throw him over the 33. Lakers. Oh, this is um, Kareem. Yes. Yeah. Kareem uh, did wear 33, right? Yes. Mm. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> he might have wore multiple. Uh, the, square, but yeah. Was, yeah, that was a little before my time. Uh, but yeah. So there you go. Steph Curry joins that list. That's awesome. Hey, Are you impressed more, that we got them all, by the way? What's more? Yeah, that's pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I geez. Got him. <laughs> I basically had to give you Curry. Hey, man. Hey, now. Don't be mad because Larry Bird didn't make the list. What's more impressive? That or 17 years in a row for LeBron, 25 points or more. Say that one more time. LeBron's 17 points in a row. I'm sorry, 17 years in a row. He's averaged 25 or more. By the way, next closest is Michael Jordan, 12. Yeah, but the the way the game has transitioned, though, I mean, it's still a very cool honor. uh, See, I'd almost say LeBron because of how it's transitioned and how fast it's gotten that even as he got older he was still able to compete and do it yeah it's an incredible stat there's no yeah. injury in that well there was an injury the one year the first year with first year with the lakers i think but yeah. even so he still was able to get it i mean it's uh, an incredible stat based on how good he still is after yeah. all sure. these years you know yeah. he's very tiger like to me in the t- in the sense of he's got a lot of wear and tear yeah. right he's played a lot of high level basketball so 36 years old he's 36 right 
I think it's 36. I think, I think so. 36 so, to 37. But that feels like an old 36 no, in a way. Sure. And he's still There's a lot of miles in those tires. Getting it done. And you know well, me. I, I do think it's scoring points is not as hard as... But scoring points has always been easy in but, the NBA if you're a scorer. Like, you can get yours if you want to yeah, get yeah. yours, you yeah. know? Well, and think about it this way, too. You know, for how many times LeBron has gone to the finals or the championship, like, that's added... That's probably an extra few seasons in there because of how many extra games he's played every single year. Yeah, well, Uh I think they did say that, actually. I think... I forget what the equivalent was, Whoa, but it's it's something crazy. And, and with that one set, it just really makes you wonder how good Larry Bird actually was. <laughs> you know? I mean, it really yeah. makes you question it. <laughs> we may have to go back and check the film a little bit. Yeah. Check I wish tape. he played in this era so he could have 185 <laughs> triple doubles. <laughs> Be the next Bogdan Bogdanovic or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure he would have been great. Uh, NBA. The Knicks have made the playoffs and they got a home game. What world Home series. Wow. And they're the underdogs in that game. Coach of the year, by the way, is easy, right? Oh, yeah, give it to him right now. Or is it Doc Mm, Rivers, though? No. 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 I think it should be the Suns head coach. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that. That's a good good, uh, good one as well. All right, we'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. you got to open your wedding present. Let's get it. That's the next, Coos. Could also be the Sixers head coach. You know, here with the rookies, just getting all the guys together and making sure we're all on the same page, you know, reviewing, install, or whatever that is, walking through stuff. That's something we've done the last few days, and um, just, just trying to do those things. And it's really not even about leadership. Yeah, one, it is establishing leadership, but it's more so just making sure everyone's ready so we can be as good as we, we can be and get as much work done as possible when we're out in the field. And as far as, you know, when we're back with the vets, I think leadership is, is earned. It's not just given, or you don't just walk in and have it. So... Um, I'm just going to put my head down and go to work and, you know, like I said, do everything I can to put us in position to win. And I think through that, the team grows together, um, and that, that just kind of happens on its own. That is Trevor Lawrence, of course. Brent Martin, Austin Lane. Coos. Coos, push whatever buttons you got to push. Pot down the music. Put in cruise control. Get on over here. You got to open. You have four minutes to open up your wedding gift. I saw Nicole today. So this counts as her being here, kind of. She was busy at the Tom Coughlin J Fund. Yep. Definitely definitely a technical error, though, Brent, because we should have had him open it earlier on so we could have seen it in full effect, I feel like. But but there's always Uh, tomorrow. There is always tomorrow. And and, 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 and we're going to do that tomorrow. In full effect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're not taking this home. This is staying here. I don't my block Austin shut. Oh, hey, dude, block away, man. <laughs> yeah. Block away. You coming over here? People do are I tired of to? looking at my where, where do you want me? Yeah, wherever you can be seen. I don't know. I think only right where you are is what's in camera. Yeah, we haven't done this before. Oh, my gosh, it's heavy. Hey, do you want me? To, I can tell you if you're in the shot here, Coos. <laughs> well, I guess I could. I can move. No, I think this is fine. Yeah, I I wait, you like my shirt today? I figured you'd like this. Is it Minnesota Golfers? Yeah, I think I've worn yeah, it one time before. Yeah, obviously, I'm not the biggest fan, but I like I mean, it's a cool T-shirt. The Golden Gophers. Like, the hockey playoffs are wait, underway. I wait, thought this was appropriate. Are they wait, really? Like, oh, they're the Stanley Cup. Yeah. The, 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 the college. I know. Coos, I hate yours, Coos. Like Coos yeah. makes me want to vomit. The number sure, one it's seat. terrible. It's the number one? The number one hey. seat. <laughs> <laughs> open your gift, dude. <laughs> All right. So hey, just open your gift, man. We brought this. So I had this, like, for a while. Yes. But then I, like, went on remote and remote and remote. Mm-hmm. And then we couldn't find a bag big enough. Steph, Hall of Famer Steph tried. Okay. Hall of Famer Steph isn't Hall of Fame shopping Steph. Yep. I guess. Because you have to get a little more order, man. 
So right. sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's hey, we're, we're, we're all good. It's all in the way. So anyway, this, this is, is really staying up. You got married in 2021. When did you get married? April what? 16? 16. Which, by the way, forgot the one month anniversary yesterday. <laughs> This is one month, dude. One, one, one month okay. now. Come oh, on. No, that wasn't okay. Really? It was not okay with Nicole. No. Yeah, but don't you have one up on her because you wrote the vows or something? No, because you gave the gift. I you, gave, you the gave the her gift, but, the, but the pre-wedding she, gift. What she wanted me to make sure to tell you because she watched that and I got yelled at ooh, is ooh, ooh, that she got me the tie that I was wearing for the wedding. So that was her gift to me. Well, hey, hey really, really. <laughs> just saying. I mean, if she's listening to the show, listen, then, I got you guys a one month gift. She's not listening to the gift. One month anniversary. We didn't see you yesterday. Surely phone that one in. If that's um, the coup. Just, so we figure with t- 2021, this is a themed gift almost, right? Yes. This is going to have some mask. relevance to yes. the last couple it's of months. Mask. It's a mask collection. <laughs> it's not a mask. This is, they, they, that is a heavy mask collection. <laughs> this is, yeah, you never know. But yeah, the, the, this is all Brent Martin, no man. I got your gift coming to your wedding. Yeah, so. well, yeah. and that's not till September. September. But I was like, which, I can't wait till September. Which just opened up, though, by the way. Yeah, exactly. I, c- I couldn't wait till September. No, no, you definitely couldn't. This has to be open right now. All right, okay. yes. Go ahead. I'm a little worried. And, it, and it's staying here. So. Says staying here. <laughs> it, well, well sandwich? Okay. I mean, Nicole can come by and check it out. <laughs> the revolution. Uh, you got me a toaster. <laughs> That's not just a toaster. No, dude. is it? Is it the three hundred dollars? That's is, the Trevor Lord's. This toaster. is the Trevor Lord's edition oh, Trevor toaster. Trevor toaster. Trevor toaster. Is it the Dilla toaster? Not as the Trevor Lord's, Lord's, but it's the revolution. It might be the Dilla toaster. Oh, Should be the Dilla toaster. You guys selling more of them for them? There we go. Look at that. Was that on your registry? It, it is now. <laughs> well, not anymore. Not I guess. anymore. But that's that's awesome. By the way, thank this you. is not from Jag's Twitter. This is from. That, that's from Brett Martin. Yeah, thanks, Jag's Twitter. Could have raised a few bucks for me. Help me out. <laughs> the Trevor Toast. Hey, put it put the camera because it's it's a little. Yeah, there we go. Right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another satisfied customer revolution cooking. Yeah, there you go, by the <laughs> way. Yeah. Check. No kidding. Could have cut me the check before <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> All right, so now let's go ahead and put, crack that bad boy open. Let's see, let's see it in action. Yeah. Well, I don't think we're going to have time to see it in action today, but we have the rest of the week. Yes. So before you bring it home to Nicole... We just get some just, toast. Just don't tag her. I don't know how that was going to no, come out. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Try to be very careful. You know what Koo's going to do? If she's not watching the show, Koo's going to go back and rap and say, hey, sorry, I missed the one-year month or the one-month anniversary. <laughs> no, but here's, here you go. Here's the thing is, as long as you don't tag her in, like, a tweet of this clip. Okay, she's never going to see it. She only get, like, oh, when, I'm tagging her. I get in trouble oh, well, when you tag her. I was going to say. Yeah, I'm definitely you tagging her. her? Okay, well, the gift is for Nicole as well. well she just was, couldn't be here. I was going to say, Kuz, that, that whole tie thing was absolutely bogus. And like, by the way, I just want to make this. Gift for her this for is more a public service announcement. Yes. Don't invite me to your damn wedding. I'm not getting you a $300 <laughs> gift. Oh. All right? Not just you, Kuz. I'm talking. You, Kuz, I got you a gift. Well, don't look at me. I'm married. But I'm telling everybody for else now. out there. Yeah. I don't want to be invited to your wedding. Don't think this is the norm. $300. You're not getting the Dream 18 card. Or like half off. <laughs> yes, you or like are. Happily used or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or an old hat. And an Action Sports Jacks t shirt. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're getting. There you go. I Thanks for the open bar. You know, this was almost like Christmas. You know what? Christmas, like around Christmas Eve, you're like, I don't care how much I spend right now. I just want to cross you off my list. <laughs> now, that was kind of like Coos. It was the wedding. I was now, like, this is awesome. This is perfect. No, Everybody's talking fantastic. about a toaster. Yeah. I'm going to get it. How, I don't care awesome, how much though. it is. How awkward will it be now when, when I do run into or if I do run into Trevor or his wife and be like, hey, we have the same toaster. <laughs> we, right, right now, we're, we're in the same tax bracket when it comes to toasters. You are. Yes. We, got, we got married essentially in the same month, and we have the same toasters. We're and like, I run the Trevor tracker. <laughs> Biggest <laughs> By the way, Coos, if you do that, you might want to take a video of it and then tweet at 
revolution. Is it a revolution? Yeah. 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 Because then you might have two toasters. <laughs> <laughs> that is in hers. And then maybe I get one. <laughs> yes. Can't wait. All right. That's going to do it. Uh, we'll see you on TV tonight. CBS 47, Fox 30. Back at it tomorrow at 3 on ESPN 690. Hope you have a good night. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.